0: We are in Champions League, man. That was my Dilly Din Dilly Come on. It's a sharing up. I'm I will love it if we beat them. Love it. This is the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast with Gary Kearney. Aguero. Hello, welcome to the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. My name is Gary Kearney. This is a new segment that we're doing, five to 10 minutes, short episodes. We're doing these alongside the interviews. I said last week in the interview that we're moving more of our work towards analysis, but we're trying to balance that out with, it's not just tactical analysis. We're also gonna analyze different things in environments. And how they relate back to our own environments and our own coaching. So this is the first one coming off Sunday and the Premier League being won by Manchester City. Really exciting Sunday. And yeah, I watched it and even though they were 2-0 down, I thought it was funny that you were always expecting Man City to turn it around and how quickly they turned it around once they got one they got two once they got two they got three and it was game over but we weren't really surprised and when you go back to I remember the Aguero one and you just didn't think that that was going to happen you didn't think that was possible but you you were kind of aware that Manchester City have the ability just to turn games on their head even when it wasn't going well and I thought that was really interesting particularly when their character was questioned earlier on in the season with the Champions League exit and Patrice Evra and those famous quotes. And yeah, I thought that was really, really interesting that they, they would turn it around that quickly, won the league. It was exciting for the fans who were there and it was almost really, really exciting for the people watching. But it ended up probably being what we expected Manchester City to win the league. One thing that stood out after the game and this is the main part of this little podcast was Pep Guardiola's interview and I thought this was really really good when he was talking about our attitude in society to first and second place here is the interview but no Jurgen Klopp said a few di- days ago about the winners so there are a few winners but a lot of triers and I love this concept so I'm a good tryer that's for sure uh, and I like so. I'm going to say that uh, Liverpool, they are losers. What they have done in the Premier League on the last years? Okay, so it was one team was a little, 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 one inch, a little bit better than them. But they are, they are winners. But of course, society—you know—just one, the first, and the other ones is a disaster, and we give incredible wrong message for the new generation, for the young kids. Like it's just to be the first, the first. You have to be good tryer, you have to be try it every time and and do it, and don't give up and and go. Yeah, I thought that was really really interesting from Prep Guardiola, and there's a couple of things in this. Like, how does that relate back to our world of coaching? If it's amateur, if it's youth, if it's college, whatever it is. And I think it does relate back because ultimately there is a change in society over the last 15, 20 years. I've written about this in in the new book, Modern Soccer Coach Detail, how there's so much growth in the game. We've got all this investment. We've got the science. We've got the psychology, the awareness of everything. The participation numbers are up at the youth levels, higher than ever before. But that has brought more pressure and that has brought this society of... Win, 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 which is great in terms of competitive, but it's also added more pressure to youth levels, and maybe, maybe taking away enjoyment levels, uh, particularly when you look at dropout figures, but also an appreciation levels of how good these teams really, really are, and uh, like Liverpool to me aren't triers; they are one of the greatest teams. You know in the recent history of the game manchester city if it wasn't for pep guardiola's barcelona team or if it wasn't for pep guardiola's bayern munich team we would probably have a greater appreciation for what pep do- has done at manchester city uh, so i think narratives and storylines they're great for the entertainment factor why we switched on 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 Sunday. Why I switched on was for entertainment. I didn't really switch it on from a coaching lens and different systems versus different tactical concepts. I switched on for the entertainment. But I think it's important to realise that there's an entertainment level in the game at the top, top level, and there's also, where coaches, we have a responsibility to maybe look a little bit deeper And it's something that, in terms of Pep versus Klopp, I've seen in recent weeks, you know, these guys are amazing coaches, but they're also amazing in terms of their quotes. When I put something up on Facebook or when I put something up on Instagram, it gets a massive response, of course, because it's a phenomenal quote. But I've seen more and more responses that are a bit more angry, that are a bit more annoyed at Manchester City are a bit at Liverpool. And I think that you know we had this great Jose versus Pep rivalry and I now think that that's becoming Pep versus Klopp in today's age. And Why is that important to coaches? Well, I think how we interpret this as coaches is, is very, very important to how we work and how we understand the game itself. Uh, there's also a recent article uh, on Ralph Ragnick this week in the athletic that I thought was really really good and and again it it comes more or less to how we're getting information and how we're understanding it. So it talked about how he's he's drawn criticism for basically asking players, you know, seeking advice from players on certain situations. Maybe it's playing time, maybe it's training, whatever it is, and and you read it and you go, "Whoa, he shouldn't be doing that. He shouldn't be doing that." But then the article points out later on that, "Hey, hold on, Carlo Ancelotti." done this exact thing in a Champions League semi-final and got absolutely praised from from everywhere about how it was a new modern way of asking players and player-centered and relationships and all these great things. So two people can do the exact same thing and it can go completely different for both individuals because there's so many variables involved and there's a great quote and I saw it this week from Marcelo Bielsa and I posted it on Modern Soccer Coach Twitter page those who plan win and those who improvise or respond to instinct win which clearly indicates that no school is better than the other there are individuals who lead because they believe in one school and others who believe in the other and I think that sums up exactly how complex it is at the top, top level. There are times that you give the team a day off. There are times that the detail and work by some of the coaches pays off. And I think it's important that us as coaches appreciate how difficult it is to manage with all those variables plus the incredible amount of pressure that these players and coaches are exposed to. And I think by appreciating how difficult it is and understanding the number of variables involved, I think we can then take it to our own environments and expand our knowledge and our understanding of these situations. I think it's crucial that we don't rely on 140 characters. I think it's crucial that we read more. I think it's crucial that we don't just buy into Pep's this type of coach, Jose's this type of coach, I'm this type of coach. The coach I'm playing against is that type of coach because you need the coaching community. In order to get more ideas, you need the coaching community in order to find out more information about players. You need the coaching community in order to maybe increase your staff or maybe find the next position. So the coaching community is very, 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 very important. And it's important that we don't look upon other coaches as being from one school or the other. It's important that we maybe give people the benefit of the doubt or maybe empathise with different situations and maybe think that, well, that coach is doing well with these resources or that coach is doing well with those resources, and that's perfectly fine. But I think it's, yeah, it's important, I think, today that we separate looking at football from an entertainment standpoint with coaching and then also looking at it from a coaching standpoint. And, yeah, it's great to sit down and and maybe appreciate Liverpool, but maybe we don't appreciate it from a tweet. Maybe we look at an article or a bit of analysis and we, we look into it a little bit deeper. So that was what I wanted to share today and I saw that interview and I heard that interview and I wanted to basically put it out and, and give my thoughts on it. I would love to hear your thoughts as well. If you have something that you wanted to chat about and you want to put it up, please let me know. Gary at com. If you enjoy these segments, you can support our work. shop. You can support the work there. Modern Soccer Coach book detail is out now. Our other books are up there. We've also got a new e-book out, a new session book that's coming out in the next few days. If you're preparing for pre-season, if you're getting ready for the new season, it'll definitely, definitely, definitely help you. Maybe spark some ideas there. Also, last but not least, please go on to our YouTube page. We're putting more work on there as well. Please subscribe, help support the work. Really appreciate you listening. I will see you very soon. Goodbye. Thank you for listening to the Modern Soccer Coach Podcast. For more coaching topics, sessions, and resources, head on over to Coach Kurnine on Facebook or visit the website at www.modernsoccercoach.com.